This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, October 2nd. What's up? Uh, not much. Uh, I mean, I had the opportunity over the weekend to go up to my alma mater, Bemidji State University. It was their homecoming game against Minnesota State, otherwise known as Mankato. I was a top eight team in Bemidji versus a top five team in Minnesota State. That game was awesome, uh, even though the Bemidji lost. But uh, it was really cool because I had never actually gotten to go watch a game as a fan at Bemidji State. I went to every home game. Yeah. When I was there, because I had to work them. So I was helping do stats and stuff like that. I got to go as a fan for the first time. Sure. Uh, my poor wife, I brought her with. And I, like, the only place we could sit, because it was a packed house, it was, like, right behind the student section. Yeah, oh, awesome. And, yeah, it was it was fun. But, you know, just because she didn't go to that school, she doesn't really have the same thing. Like, she was kind of there. She was long for the ride, but... Uh, you know, no, no, no. Listen, I understand with- what you're trying to do here, but she's dragged you along to enough stinky green and gold football <laughs> games that it's totally okay. Uh, so we got that. We got that. I, listen, I know you're trying to avoid this. It's okay. I got your back. <laughs> One game, it does. You're not even. Guess what? Guess what, Marissa? We're going back next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they're on the road next Let's week. Let's even the score. Let's follow the the the. The Green Beaver, where are they playing? They got the, the Minot. Are you going to Minot this weekend? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That um, turns out college football's, especially if it's a team you like, super fun atmosphere. Super fun atmosphere. Uh, so here, here's the thing, Corey. Uh, it is Monday. It is maybe. Uh, I'm trying to find the right way to word this here, but we got a we got a lot to talk about. It's a, a pretty busy weekend of Minnesota sports, wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Uh, let's do let's play a little game here before we dive into uh, uh, things kind of individually. Are you ready for this? Sure. Okay. Uh, this is um, a, a wordy title. Okay. We're gonna call this all in, toes in the water, or all out. Okay. Okay, so it's like a, it's like a uh, it it's it doesn't it's not exactly similar, but it does rhyme with the, a vibe check essentially. It's like a vibe check. It's like a vibe check. It's like a vibe check. We're gonna start with um with the one I think that probably right now is the most irrelevant. Okay. Uh, the Wild got another win. They're actually three and one now in exhibition play. No ties. They're three and one. I don't know if they do ties in exhibition play. They play again. They play again Thursday. Uh, are we all in, toes in the water, all out on a Minnesota Wild regular season, which is not that far away from starting? I'm uh, so my three options are all in, toes in the water, all out. Yeah, toes in the water. That's and I've always, but I'm if there's a way to describe my uh, fandom to the Minnesota Wild, it's always yeah, I got my big toe in the water. It's 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 there when it needs to be, but if I need to pull out, I, I, I'm all right. I'm not I'm not in any. We don't need to. That's that's fine. It's the exhibition season. We don't need any. That's they, that's where. I mean, that's where you're supposed to be. They did extend Felino and Zuccarello, which yep. is interesting. So it's lock. Whatever your feelings are in this current core of wild players, they're certainly doubling down on them. Yep. Um, uh, Gopher football. They got a win on homecoming against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Are you all in? 
toes in the water, all out. By the way, they host number two Michigan this weekend. Prime time, by the way, on NBC. Uh, Great. <laughs> Going to be a good look for that Gopher team, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, toe, toes in the water, uh, uh, especially since I've went to Bemidji State and kind of I'm, I'm all in on that program now because I have like an actual allegiance to them compared to like the University of Minnesota. Uh, toe in the water. Big time, uh, so I can dip my toe out as soon as Michigan gets a 14-point lead on Saturday night in the first quarter. I would like to say this, and and that's because I don't have anything more to say about them. We're, we're going to probably spend most of our time talking about the Vikings and Twins here coming up. Um, I am, if there was a category between toes in the water and all out on this year's <laughs> Gopher uh, team, you got your piggy toe in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm at this. I'm asking other people how the water feels. That's kind of where I'm at in this whole situation. I watched most of that game against Louisiana this weekend. I didn't watch a second. It's, it was pretty unimpressive. Yeah, like, like 35-24, they 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 kind of like handled it at the end when like you're supposed to uh-huh. against your homecoming opponent. They're they're pretty uninteresting and pretty unimpressive. The Ragin' Cages aren't necessarily a horrible non-conference pick. Like they're not Eastern Michigan, like they've had some success over the last few years, but yeah, that yeah, that's still a game that you should just win. And look, uh, if they would have beaten Northwestern, I think maybe you look at this team a little differently. You say, hey, you know what? They just gotten through. They've won some games, but that that lost to Northwestern tanked their season. So yeah, the, and the lot, and then you combine it with this. It's I don't know. It's just not great. All but, right, let's move on. Uh, let's and maybe you know what? Let's spend a little time on this one. Okay. Vikings get their first win. Finally. Um they're at Carolina. They well, are you are you all in, toes in the water, or all out? So define if we're all out on like the Vikings making a run and getting into the playoffs, I'm all out on that one. Uh I'm all out on the Vikings playoff run because they got to the win. They're they're one and three. They got on the board. They host the Kansas City Chiefs next week. Yep. Pat and Patrick Mahomes looked uh Bad uh, last he, night. Yeah, and he has a couple of those games a year, and so he got that out of the way. So now it's time for him to go mega ultra super god mode on Sunday and light up the Vikings for about 60 points. So uh, I'm all out on the Vikings in terms of a playoff team. Uh, I'll, I'll watch them on Sundays because, you know, what else is going on, uh, depending on how the playoff baseball situation's looking. But if you're expecting me to have any expectations for this Vikings team, I have none. So I'm out. All right, I am. Uh, my toes are in the water, and and I'm willing to jump back in. But if the hors d'oeuvres come out, I have no problem leaving. Yeah, right. That's kind of where I'm at right now because, and this is my this is my strongest stance I have on the Vikings so far. Okay, there's a lot of weird stuff happening with the Vikings, and what happens with the Vikings probably more than any other sports team in the state is once things start to get wonky, um, the conversation around that team spirals. Yes. So yeah. it's not just that like the Vikings lost. That's that's never the conversation. The conversation is 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 KOC a good coach? Can he call plays? Is Kwesi doing what he can to structure the team appropriately? Is it time to fire is everyone? Flores, is Flores actually the guy, or is he washed and it was better to get rid of him than to keep him around when he was with Miami? You know what I mean? Like all of these sorts of things start to come up, and um, it buries the lead on what is actually the problem with the Minnesota Vikings. 
the Vikings are doing everything they can to win football games except give the other team the ball in scoring opportunities. They turn the ball over all the time in the worst possible spots on the field, which means it's not just, hey, if you turn the ball over at the 40-yard line, pick a 40, it doesn't matter. You turn the ball over at the 40-yard line, the other team goes down and scores. You're talking about a three- to eight-point swing, yeah. right? Whether they kick a field goal or uh, they score a touchdown and go for two. But when you get all the way down the field to the three-yard line or whatever it is and you throw a 99-yard pick, that is potentially a 16-point swing that you have just hampered your team with. And then later in the game, they turn the ball over at the 21-yard line, which is not the red zone, but is at least field goal territory. The second drive, they got lucky. They fumbled an exchange and should have turned the ball over again, but there was some sort they, If they don't turn the ball over at all this year, they are 4-0. If they don't, if they have no turnovers this year, they're four and zero. If they cut these turnovers in half, they're probably three and one. This this team has one problem. I think they're actually an okay football team. I don't think that means they're going to win the Super Bowl. They started on three; it's nearly impossible. But I do think it's there for this team to make a run if they can if they stop being compelled to give the other team the football. And by the way, even if the Vikings are 2-2, two and two, like even if they hold on and beat Tampa, even if they score that final touchdown and beat the Chargers, they're 2-2, two and two, and 2-2 two and two is fine. As we talk about all the time, go 2-2 two and two in the first month, and the whole season's still open. Yep. But they are 1-3, and three, and not only that, their next four games, could they potentially make that up? They play Kansas City at Chicago, host the 49ers, go to Lambeau. At best, they go two and two in that stretch. Yeah, it's not ideal. This is that was not. They did not get the start they needed to have these next four games be uh, what they have. It's it's weird when I watch them, um, and I don't think this is me being a homer. They're good. I don't mean great. I mean good. This is a good football team. Yeah. And their record is not indicative of how good they are at football. Yeah. By the way, it, the same was true last year. It just so happened that they were winning those games rather than losing some. So and you can make my, the case that even in 2021, that was the same. That's my. This is my Vikings take. I think the Vikings are a good football team. They're a fine football team. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can just stop, it's it literally feels like they can't help themselves. Hey, we're about to score. Let's just give it up. <laughs> if they can stop that, there's no reason why they can't compete in all of those games. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I really do believe that. That being said, when they get beat by 50 next week, <laughs> then, you know, my Sunday's just opened up. The Twins... They lost yesterday. Who cares? They're the division champs. They play a wild card game against Toronto tomorrow, a three-game wild card series. All three are at target field. CJ, barring – let's ignore the T-shirt that you're wearing. Okay. Are you all in, toes in the water, or all out? I am. Uh, 
No, we're not going to ignore the T-shirt. It says uh, Homer right on the front. Yes. Uh, uh, no, we're all in. All in on the Twins. Let's go. Uh, they avoided the Houston Astros. That's I know that people maybe wanted the Astros because Verlander pitched over the weekend. Sure. So they would have been able to actually not have to play him in game one. But I don't care, man. The Astros have a championship pedigree. It's like playing New England in the playoffs for football. I'm like, ah, oh, but they're not as strong this year. And then they beat you by three touchdowns in a postseason game. Uh, the Twins got the Blue Jays. This is about as evenly matched of a series as you could get. The Twins split the season series with Toronto. And by the way, those both those series were against the first half Twins, who we all acknowledge this is not the same baseball team as the first half Twins, the team currently here right now. Uh, Kevin Gossman uh, is the... He let. Uh, he's the only guy to strike out more hitters than Pablo Lopez in the American League this season. Sure, that could be a problem with the Twins' high strikeout rate. Do they face each other? Are they, is that the opening round? Kevin Gossman versus Pablo Lopez. We're going to see a lot of swings and misses. I love it. Uh, in Game One, two-one final Twins. Uh, that's the hope. Yes. Uh, the Twins have hit the most home runs uh, of any. American League team, I think, heading into the postseason, uh, season-wide. And the team that typically goes on a run in the playoffs are some teams that hit a lot of home runs. So that's going to be my calling card. Uh, really, if you look at the Game 2 matchup of Sonny Gray, who's second in the American League in ERA, and then the Game 2 matchup, his opponent would be old friend Jose Barrios. Boo. And I think, really, in the judging in these first two games, Joe Ryan would pitch Game 3. We'll see if we get that far. Uh, but... This is about as evenly matched of a series. If you look at teams offensively, team batting average, team OPS plus, uh, weighted on base average, both these teams are pretty dead even. And the interesting thing is for Toronto, they are like the first half twins in the sense of they have this offense and they have hitters. Like Vlad Guerrero Jr., him and Carlos Correa have the same war this season. And if you're somebody who thinks Carlos Correa has had a bad year, which he has... Vlad Guerrero Jr. is having a bad year. Uh, they have a couple runner of, up for MVP a year ago. Yeah, exactly. Like there, some of their stud hitters. Boba Fett isn't having a great year. Uh, Dalton Varsho is a young prospect who has. Did you say Boba Fett? Yes, yes, Boba Fett, uh, not Django <laughs> Fett. Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Shett. Uh, and there's like there's just guys on this Blue Jays team who they've expected them to take leaps and they haven't yet. Yep. Now they still won 88 games or whatever it was, so they're not slouches, but. They're like the Twins where their hitting is very hit or miss and their pitching is what they've relied on. So I give, I'm give i going to give the Twins the slight advantage in the pitching department. I'm going to give the advantage in the bullpen to the Blue Jays, and I'm going to give the lineup as a wash. So this is about as evenly matched of a series as we're going to get. I'm so pumped. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just in. I'm just, I'm with you. I'm, I'm all in on the Twins because it's just more fun to be all in than be... It's like it's it, you you have all season to be like, man, you know, we'll see what happens. But now it's the playoffs and I'm just going to root like crazy for them because this is this is the fun stuff. So and this is important in another burn it to the ground Bally department. I get to watch these games. They're on ESPN. Yay! Yes. The Twins are on TV for me to watch. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can't wait. Win, Twins, win. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, October 2nd.